Before I uh, begin the homily, I want to share something uh, really wonderful with you, and it's a, a compliment for all of you, that uh, there was a discussion on the internet, and those always go so well. Um, but it started with a mom uh, sharing that after Mass, a priest uh, pulled her aside, her pastor, and asked her not to bring her kids anymore, uh, that they were too loud and they were a distraction. And she wrote, I was, I had one foot out anyway. I was sick of the judgy looks, you know. Um, and then I, I read this discussion and said, if you're anywhere near Flint, right, come to Holy Family. Uh, I'll give you judgy looks and the people will tell you to leave. Um, I'm just kidding. No. Uh, I invited her to come, but I got a private message as a result of it from a mom who said uh, she came here uh, about a year and a half ago with three squeakers and she hadn't been to church in her words in forever and her kids had never been to church but one of you invited her um, and uh, that during the mass it was I guess pretty awful like she said her kids were just nuts and that the person behind her offered to help and she said, no one gave me judgy looks. Uh, people seemed happy. And she said, I haven't missed a Sunday since. And that is, um, you know, you got all these evangelization programs or whatever, and sure, if we have to, right? Uh, but few things are going to do more than things like that. And I just wanted to honor you and, and thank you uh, for treasuring our little ones. Uh, I, someone told me some one time, it's hard to hear you sometimes. I said, trust me, I ain't saying anything you need to hear. You know, uh, you're fine, you know. Uh, but those little voices and their beautiful, unfiltered souls, they're, they're talking to God, and it's cute that we're here. Uh, but that's the beautiful stuff, and I, I just wanted to honor you uh, for that. And, uh, and now I'm going to, you know, preach for an hour. Uh, it's my dad's birthday tomorrow, and I promised I, oh, yeah, where'd he go? I don't know where he is. I think the cops took him away. Uh, but no, so a whole, oh no, he's over there, my brother's, okay, he's somewhere over here hiding, uh, but he turns 87 tomorrow, so the whole family, well, I mean, some of us, if it was the whole family, you people would have to leave, but... Uh, uh, we're here to have a little picnic with him afterward. And, when I, and, and it's a neat thing how, to me, as I was working on this homily, I kept thinking about my dad uh, for a lot of reasons. Uh, but when we look at our second reading, where's our second? Thank you. I love that reading so much. St. Paul is writing an early community of Christians. And he says... Uh, that we need to, uh, sorry, my brain stopped. We need to have the same mind, you and me. We need to, and God help you. Uh, we need to have the same love, you and me. We need to be united in heart. And we need to think of everybody here as more important than us. And that's what St. Paul, inspired by the Holy Spirit, calls Christian communities too. And if that sounds hard, you're right. In fact, I dare say by human means, it's impossible. 
But it's not geography that brought us together today, guys. You might think it is, and that's cute, but this is all God's plan. Every person here, every one of you, God brought here on purpose. You're important, you're invaluable. And the geography is just something God had to arrange. That we are called not just to have church together, and I know we've said this a lot the last, what, four of the last six weeks, this has been a theme. That you and I are not just to be people who go to the same church, but striving to be a community that is of the same mind, that has one love, that's united in heart, and, and that each of us thinks of all the others as more important than themselves. Um, we got to do that by taking on Jesus, by kind of putting him on. And for me, it came down to like from little, I knew dad was a good man, right? A, a great man. And at some point I got it in my head, I want to be like him. But he talks a lot. <sighs> oh wait, that's me. Oh, I'm sorry. I got us mixed up. He's the one with hair and I'm resentful. Uh, but I remember he and I were taking a trip to Marquette together and we left here, this, uh, the rectory here at like five or six in the morning. And three hours into the drive, I realized I had been talking two hours, 59 minutes and 30 seconds. Uh, and I was talking about the Mongolian succession of Khans and how, and I'm just, la, 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 and poor dad. And, and I stopped. I went, dad, I'm so sorry, right? You can talk now. Uh, and he said, uh, no, I, I like that I don't have to. And that's was the beginning of this recognition. I want to imitate him. I do, but I want to imitate him as I am. We're two different people. We have two different personalities. His is better. Uh, I blame mom. Uh, but when you and I look at Jesus, we should want to be like him as we are. Right? And I know that sounds simplistic, but all the really true stuff sounds simplistic. It's when the rubber hits the road that it gets complicated. That for us, we can be like the one son in the gospel who said, yeah, I'll go work in the field and then not go work in the field. And that would be theoretically showing up to church and counting it done. But we need to be like the son who says yes and does it who goes out into the world and says, as best I can, as a train wreck, I'm going to try to imitate Jesus. I'm going to try to act like Jesus. I'm going to try to think like Jesus. I'm going to try to love like Jesus. That's our goal. In the Eucharist, Eucharist we receive, that's why we receive it. We take God in so we can be more like God. That's why we hear his word. We, we take in God through our ears so that we know what God is like, so that we can imitate him. And, and God is a community. Yeah, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And that's why we do this together. That those key traits of the Lord we take in here so that we can go out there and 
be like him. It's an important way for us to pray because there's very few things we have to absolutely get right, but this is one of them. I'm going to strive to think like Jesus. I'm going to strive to act like Jesus. I'm going to strive to love like Jesus. I'm going to try to be humble. Um, what I invite us to do is to receive this challenge, to strip away all of the extras that we keep piling on in our neuroses and in our need to control and in our need to uh, be as good as our neighbor or whatever we might perceive. Strip it all away. And when we wake up, say, how can I be more like Jesus today than I was yesterday? What do I need to change in my thinking or in my words or in my actions? How can I be more humble today than I was yesterday? And ask Jesus to help us do that, to give us the grace to do it. If human willpower was enough, we wouldn't need this. And what a shame that would be. In the end, I do. I look at my dad and I want to be like him. And that's a good thing. He's a good man. I'd even say he's a great man. But I need to be like him as I am. And in the same way, you and I need to look at Jesus and say, I want to be like you. And whatever I got to change in me to be more like you, let's go, Lord. Let's go to war. We might hear that and be a little bit afraid. And if you're not afraid, you don't know Jesus. No offense. I love you, right? But we killed him. It's not like the movies where we decide to do what's right and then the music changes and you get kind of a spiritual Rocky montage, right? Being like Jesus is hard. The self is strong and pernicious. So we pray for the grace to want to be like Jesus, and then we start practicing. We start practicing with our words, with our actions, with our thoughts. We want to be aware of the danger of watering down Jesus, huh? I need to change to become more like Jesus. I do not need to change Jesus to be more like me. And that's always going to be the temptation, huh? Human love is so very weak. And so very fragile compared to his. His love is unconquerable. So today, I invite us to do this. Starting today, Jesus, help me to be like you. Help me to think like you. Help me to love like you. Help me to be humble like you. Pray that every day and set about practicing. Some days, our head will hit the pillow and we'll be like, that wasn't good. Yeah, sorry, Lord, that didn't go well. That's why we've got tomorrow, right? We start again every day. Some days the head will hit the pillow and we'll feel pretty saucy about the whole thing. And those days are great. Seize them and run. But what we must never do is give up. We must never quit because the world needs more Jesus and less of us. Amen? Amen. Okay.